Thanks for joining us today. Our church exists to give everyone, everywhere, every reason to know Jesus. You can learn more by connecting with us on Facebook at Journey Fellowship Denton. Thanks again for joining us and enjoy today's message. Praise God. You know, just being in Christmas services just makes you feel better, doesn't it? You just feel a lot lighter. Bring the whole table with the extension cord. That extension cord is going to come too, so just set it right there. That's fine. Thanks, son. Bring that extension cord up here. You feel a lot of joy? Just look around at the people around you and just uh, give them a big smile. Just do that. Just smile at them real big. Isn't that nice? You know, there's so there's been a lot of joy, a lot of smiles, a lot of laughter, a lot of hugs. You know, we got to see a lot of that. And that's good because we live in a moment in our world where statistics say that people are not laughing as often. Can you believe? They're not even smiling as much. People don't smile as much. Find that walking down the street. Sometimes people don't even smile. You know, when I was was just a kid growing up, when you would pass people on the road, if you're driving, you would always give them one of these. Right? How many of you remember that? Just driving down the road. Or you'd give a little wave or something, you know. You know, if you're cool, you would just give them the one finger, you know, or something like that. And hopefully it's the right finger, okay? Right? So we want to make sure that everybody gets. But the joy, and, and you know what? It's so important. When we get environments like this, we, we, we feel that joy. But the reality is, is that in life, um, it's not always like this environment. Life isn't always like this. There's not those funny moments and joyful and smiles and laugh. You know, there's just so much gravity in life. Life can get weighty. It can get heavy. And a lot of people live in that. And maybe you're here today and you're kind of, you know, this is great, but in my real life, it's a little bit heavy. Well, you know, the opposite of gravity is levity, and we have to have those moments. We have to have, we have to have where, where we're not pushed down, but we're, we're actually lifted up. And God saw all of this, and he did something about it. In Isaiah chapter 60, uh, 61, it says that I am going to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, an oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of the spirit of despair. God said, look, I know that not everybody gets to sit in a Christmas service every day. You go to work, you do your thing, you, you have your own life going on, and it gets heavy. It get, there's a lot of gravity. So I'm going to do something. I'm going to give them praise instead of a spirit of despair or a spirit of heaviness. I'm going to lift them up, and that's what God wants to do. He wants to lift you up today. That's why you're here. It's not by any accident you're here. God said, you know what? I want to lift them up, and I'm going to help them to celebrate. And that's what praise is. We've kind of done a lot of that today. Praise is when we collectively celebrate together. It's what happens when you're at Cowboys Stadium at AT&T or Globe Life, whatever they call it today, and the Cowboys score a touchdown. That, that corporate celebration takes place, and everybody's happy unless you're an Eagles fan. You're happy about it because the Cowboys scored. Dak didn't throw a pick. He threw a touchdown. And everybody gets excited. Everybody gets happy because that's who God is. That's who our God is. He lifts us up. He picks us up when life seems so heavy. In Psalm verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 3, he says, he said, he is the glory and he is the lifter of our heads. He picks up our heads when it's so heavy, when things are just heavy and gravity is filling our life. Kind of reminds me of a story of a, of a, a dad and he was pushing his, 
his young toddler son in a cart and he's going through Walmart and uh, his little toddler is just screaming his head off. He just, just going crazy. And, and this dad, you know, he's, he's doing his best and he's saying, he's saying, Albert, it's going to be okay. Albert, Albert, it, it, you're, we're going to get out of this. Albert, we're going to be leaving soon. And this little lady walks up by him and she says, you know what? I just want to commend you on how you're talking to little Albert and how you're consoling him. He said, ma'am, that's not Albert. I'm Albert. You know, I mean, we've been in those moments where everything's screaming around. Just stay calm. Everything's going to be all right. We're going to get out of this pretty soon. I mean, that's just kind of the way life is. And the the glory of the Lord, he comes and he lifts our head. And so what do you do when life gets heavy? What are you supposed to do? Well, you need to get in environments just like this, in environments where where there's a lot of hugs and there's a lot of laughter and there's a lot of of smiles. and, 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 And most importantly, you get into an environment where there's someone who always wants to talk to you and who is always ready to help. And you know who that someone is? No, Siri. Siri. Anybody ever, anybody ever try that? Right? I want to do something today. Yeah. I got you, right? See, y'all think the answer in church is always Jesus. Well, it wasn't on that one. I got you. Siri, she's always with you and she's always willing to help. So this is live. This is totally live. I haven't, you know, so here's what we're going to try. I'm going to try and see how good Siri is here. So here we go. Let's, let's try this. Hey, Siri, tell me a Christmas joke. How did Darth Vader know what Luke was getting for Christmas? He felt his presence. Oh, okay. All right. He, he get it. He felt his presence. Let's let's try another one. Hey Siri, tell me another Christmas joke. My friend was in a production of A Christmas Carol, and he forgot his lines. Guess being on stage scared the Dickens out of him. If you haven't seen A Christmas Carol, you're missing out. Okay. You never know what she's gonna say. But she, she can sometimes help you out, you know, and I'm going to prove it to you because I, was, I thought, you know, I'm going to do an experiment and I'm going to, I'm going to see how this works. When I, when I first started in ministry, I, I was a music minister. And so I did a lot of music and a lot of productions and stuff. And as a matter of fact, uh, my bass player is here today. He's sitting on the front row that was with us, did a lot of work together and it was a lot of fun. But but we, we like to do some, some jazzy stuff and, and a little soul. Anybody got some soul in the room? Any, is there any soul? Got, got the groove? One of the songs that we like to do during Christmas was this one. So, so let's, let's check this out. Hey, Siri, play Jesus, Oh, What a Wonderful Child by Mariah Carey. Let's try that again. Hey, Siri, are you paying attention? I didn't get that. Could you try again? Hey, Siri, play Jesus, Oh, What a Wonderful Child by Mariah Carey on Spotify.
just look around you and look at all the smiles. If you could see what I could see, everybody's kind of like, okay, all right, all right. Pastor got some moves, let's go. All right, okay. You see, it's just those moments. It just brings a little levity. Brings a little light into the room. But Siri's not always right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you've ever driven with Siri, has she ever almost run you off the road? Turn right at the next intersection. Wait a second, I got six right. Turn right. Turn right now, Scott. Turn right now. Loop back. It will take you 40 minutes to get back to this place that you just missed. You know, I'll tell you somebody who's always with you and his, he is always willing to help. His name is Jesus. He's always with us. He's always wanting to help. He's always wanting to, to lift your head. When Shannon and I get ready for Christmas, one of the most great times in our family and that she enjoys the most is when we get out all of the lights in the trees because it just says something to our house. It makes it feel homey, right? You just, and, and so, so when we get out the trees, and this has happened on numerous occasions, we get the trees out, we get the lights out. And we're so excited and we're so joyful. Hey, it's Christmas time. This is going to be great. We're getting all the stuff out. And when we go to get it all out, and I'm going to switch over here, Austin. When we go to get everything out, what happens is we pull the lights out of the box and this is what they look like. And immediately the joy that we had is sucked out of the room. Anybody put a tree up and you just bought it last year and you plug it in and nothing works? Anybody know that frustration? How many of you have had to pray through to Jesus on several occasions? Because it's Jesus, you got to lift me up because I'm about to burn this thing right here in the living room. We, we, we pull these out and we're just like, you know, and on several, several times I've done, I've done this to my kids. say, okay, boys, we're going to go out and we're going to put lights on the house. And I pull it out of the tub and I say, you know, kind of like uh, Chevy Chase, here, you, you, you take care of this, son. Here, deal with this. Deal with this. This is what sometimes happens to our life. We get in those moments. We get, we get, we're excited and look what happens. We, our life really starts looking like this. It's just a knot. It's a mess. I mean, you get in moments like we're in church and we're seeing kids and we're having fun and we're laughing and we're singing, but we know that when we leave the, the church today, we go home to this. And so really, some of you may be, may be that, <laughs> you may be an Albert sitting in the room and you're just like, look, I, I mean, I'm trying to enjoy myself as much as possible today, but I know the reality of my life. This is what my life is. My family is a mess. My marriage is a mess. My future is really a mess. I don't, I mean, and it's hard for me to just kind of let go because this is what I live with every day. Let me tell you, that'll, that'll cause some gravity in your life, right? That, that, that gets weighty quick. And so what do you do when your life is, is like this? I mean, how are you going to deal with it? Well, you can do like 
uh, we've done in the past. You just like, <laughs> yeah, we're just not putting up a tree this year. And you just ignore it. And hopefully the next time you pull it out of the box, it's going to be better, but it's not. It's still messed up. And you can ignore it. You can try to get away from it. You can try to act like it doesn't exist. But can I just tell you, everybody can see this in you. They see it. Your friends see it. Your family sees it. People see this. And they're like, man, when they, when's he going to get that straightened out? When's he going to really figure it out? So what do you do? What do you do with a life like this? What do you do when, you're, when your life is filled with so much sadness, it just tangles you up? You know, I'm, I'm aware that there are, we have ladies in the room today. This is their first Christmas without their husband. And I know that that grief can just wrap around you and it can just tie you up. Maybe some of you are here, you've lost someone this year. And that grief is just wrapped around your life. You've experienced pain. You know what this feels like. So what do you do with this? What are we going to do with this? Well, there's one thing that you can do, and the Bible says that this is not what God desires for us. You see, the very part of the Christmas story tells us that one of the reasons why Jesus came, it's the promise of Christmas. It's the promise of Christmas. And if you look in the Bible, in Luke chapter 2, right out of the very story, God sends angels to probably some of the most knotted up, messed up lives. I mean, we talk about the shepherds and we glorify them, but can I tell you, a shepherd's life was a mess. They lived most of the time out on the hills of Judea or in Israel. They were always away from their family. They didn't have a whole lot of close friends. They didn't have any real future prospects. I mean, they were just shepherds, and there were lots of shepherds in those days because that's how they made the living, and they just did the grind every day, just, just the grind. And that was what their life was like. And that's the people that God sent the angels to announce this great good news. And look, in, in Luke chapter 2, in verse 10, we've, we've heard it numerous times already this morning. The scripture says, But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you news of great joy. I bring you good news. Good news. Not Fox News, not CNN News, not social media news. I bring you good news because all those others, they seem to just bear bad news all the time. It's 24-7 bad news. And you go on social media and everybody is attacking this person and then everybody's attacking this person and it's all complaining and just all this going on. And the angels come and they say, I bring you good news. Good news of great joy for all the people. Nobody gets left out. Everybody can experience this good news. Everybody can know what it's like to have a life that's not messed up and all tangled up and wrapped up. And everybody can experience this. I bring you good news of great joy for all the people because today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. A Savior. A Savior is the one who can take your mess and he can straighten it out. A Savior has has been born. He is Christ the Lord. You know, in the Greek, the word Christ actually means the one who has the power to deliver. 
the one who has the power to take a tangled mess and to make sense of it. The one who can straighten out all of the issues and all the problems and forgive all the sin, that, that's Christ. He is the one who can come and straighten it all out. The sadness that I always experience every Christmas is the great frustration of every pastor, and that is to know this, that not everybody who celebrates Christmas will actually celebrate the promise of great joy. They'll celebrate under a tree, and they'll celebrate with family, and they'll experience meals, but the whole meaning of Christmas, the good news of great joy, that a Savior has been born, and He is Christ the Lord, the one who can take a life like this and straighten it out, that people won't experience that. And so after Shannon and I find this, we had a decision to make. We can take this and we can say, you know what? Let's do something about it. Go make a pot of coffee. Here we go. And we start beginning to pull this out, try to make sense of it. And any of you who've ever done this, it takes time, right? It takes time. It takes time. And so you start pulling things out. And as you do, it begins to untangle. And you'll, you'll notice that, that once you see something happening, then you see, oh, well, that goes here and it'll begin to untangle. And what's wonderful is that the Lord comes in the same way and He begins to untangle our life, unravel us so that we can be exactly what He calls us to be. That He can make us into something beautiful instead of just a big pile of mess that we're wondering is ever going to matter. And then you put the right bulbs in the right places, right? You know, this, this is a little bit unique because these will kind of burn even if one's out. So when one of these is gone, in some lights, they're all out. You see, once the Lord gets you kind of untangled, there's going to be some missing things in your life. And one of the missing things that you're going to find is that you don't have that purpose. And so when Jesus comes, He gives you purpose. You know what the greatest thing about joy is? The greatest thing about joy is not when you experience joy, is it's when you can help somebody else experience joy. And that's, that's what it means. That's what Christmas is. When you can share that joy with other people, Christmas is more fun to me now as I give that Christmas to my children and to my family than it did when, even when I was just a kid because I help them experience that joy. But you can have all of that, and if it's not plugged in, it doesn't really matter, does it? So you've got to plug it in. You've got to plug it into the power source, and that power source is the Holy Spirit, and He helps us to come together and begin to make a purpose, and we have purpose in our life. Our life gets straightened out. We have purpose. We have, we have a new life. We're lighting the world around us. We're, making, we're bringing joy to the world around us, and that's what... Christ has come to do. For everyone who is, who is just the gravity of life, it was good for you to be, experience the hugs and the smiles and the laughs this morning, but you know what's more important? If you could experience this in your own life. If you could experience what it's like for Jesus to come and to bring that good news of joy into your life. You can do that today. You can do that right here at this family Christmas. Jesus didn't just look down so long ago and say, hey, get yourself together. He came down and said, hey, I'm going to come help you untangle that mess. 
I'm going to help you make sense of life. That's what Jesus came to do. And so this morning, you're here. We're going to light candles here in just a moment. If you're here and you're looking at your life and you'd say, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. I need some help getting some things straightened out in my life. I've tried before. Always fails. Because, you know, here's the unique thing. You can take all these for Christmas and then you can wad them all back up and throw them in the box and then you have to do the same thing next Christmas. I've seen that in the lives of a lot of people too. Where the Lord helps them kind of straighten things out and what do we do? We ball it all back up and we go back. You don't have to go back. You can live free. You can live the way that Lord intended for you to live. And so that's the choice that you can make today. Guys, would you come? So here in the closing moments of our time together, I want us to, to pray a prayer. And you say, look, I don't, I'm not exactly sure how this works. Here's, here's how simple it is. You're one prayer away from having your life straightened out. You're one. You're in this room this morning. God brought you here on a family Christmas with a bunch of kids about to whack each other with, with shepherd's hooks. And you're one prayer away from having your life make sense. Your family member, you're a guest, you just showed up today. You're one prayer away. And God can do that for you. He can do that for you before we leave. And all you have to pray is this. Jesus Thank you for coming. Thank you for for just coming. For loving me enough just to show up. Lord, forgive me for making a mess of my life. Forgive me for for what I have created in my life. And Lord, I believe in you. Help me make sense of my life. I give myself to you. That's as simple as it is. And if you pray that prayer with a commitment to say, that's what I want. I want, this is what I want. I don't want this anymore. He can do it because you're only one prayer away. So this morning, here's what I'd like for us to do. I'd like for everybody all over the room just to bow your heads with me. Most sacred moment. If nobody could, could, could get up and go to the bathroom or anything right now, this is the most, most important two or three minutes of the entire day. I want you to pray a prayer. It's just exactly what I just spoke. You know the gravity of your life. You know the tangledness of your life. You may not be, man, I'm the worst person on the planet, but you might be just struggling and you're you're just trying to keep your head above water. I want you to know Jesus can help you today. So would you just pray this prayer with me? Would you pray this prayer? You don't have to repeat it after me, but what I want you to do is I want you to mean the words that I'm just trying to give you. And you say this, Jesus, thank you for coming. Just right there in your own way, just in your own, just in your own seat, with your own voice and your own with your own words. Just say, Jesus, thank you for coming for me. Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for showing me how much you care. 
Jesus, I've made a mess of my life. I've made lots of bad choices, bad decisions. Lord, I've gone away from you instead of towards you. Lord, would you forgive me today? Just make that, make that your own prayer. Would you forgive me today? And would you clean up the mess of my life? Would you take me and remake me? Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you're the only answer for me. You're the only answer for my family. You're the only answer for my marriage. You're the only answer for my future. You're the only answer for my grief and my sadness. You're the only answer, Lord. And I call upon you today to come and to help me straighten out my life. I give it to you. I give it to you now and forever. I give it to you. I pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you something. If you prayed that prayer and you'd never prayed that prayer before, family Christmas just created a whole new meaning for you because you're not outside the family. You're now actually inside the family. You are a part of the family. And if you prayed that prayer today, would you just kind of, would you just make, make, make us all super, super happy to just welcome you to the family? Would you just raise your hand and say, you know what? I prayed that prayer today. If you prayed that prayer today and you meant it from your heart, and maybe it was the first time, or maybe you said, you know what, I, I needed to, to get back to God. You prayed that prayer. Would you just raise your hand? Just raise your hand. Yeah. Look at all. Look at this. Look at this. Come on. Come on. Isn't that great? God is good. God is good. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, if you asked Jesus to come and to forgive you of your sins, and you want to make him the Lord and Savior of your life for the first time, you've never done that before. I want you to tell me about it. And the way you can do that is, you know, you don't have to come up here and say, hey, I prayed this prayer. I'm not going to come visit your house or anything like that. But what I'd like for you to do, I'd like for you to take that connection card that's in the seat in front of you. And would you just, there's a box in there that said, hey, I decided to follow Jesus today. Check that box. Turn it in at the back so that before we leave tonight, I can, I can send you some information in the next few days of how to follow the Lord. It's one thing to make a decision. It's another thing to follow, right? And that's what we believe in the Journey Fellowship. Is it's not just a one-day commitment. It's a life change. That's what it's about. I want to follow Jesus the rest of my life. So if you do that, please, at the end of service, just hand it back there in the back, there next to the coffee bar, and uh, we'll welcome you into the family, the family of God. It's a big family. Amen. I hope everybody has a candle. If you don't have a candle, Raise your hand. Maybe we can see we got some. We could have our, our ushers, our greeters, Pastor Chris, Les. We could have everybody just if you don't have if you don't have a candle, please raise your hand real high. We'll make sure everybody has one. Here in just a moment, it's gonna get really dark in this room. We're gonna turn out all the lights. I can get some help turning out lights in the foyer as well. All of our kids are coming back. They're going to sit with mom and dad. If you've got older kids, they're welcome to, to take a candle themselves. If you've got younger kids, please hold them because my staff has a hard time getting all that wax off the seats.
Raise your hand if you still need a candle. Vince has some. We've got one back here in the back, Vince, all the way in the back. Anybody else doesn't have one right here on the front, Les? All, yeah, you still need candles? Everybody raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Everybody's got one. We'll wait till everybody's ready to be seated before we get ready to start. Why don't you all stand together this morning?
the screen off if you want.
bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. May you enjoy the reason for the season this year. Next week we have service. It's going to be a brief one-hour traditional service at 1030. We invite you to come back. May God be with you. Let him continue to untangle the mess and may you walk in his freedom and in his life. Have a great Christmas this year. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. Thanks for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this ministry, we want to encourage you to share it. And if you don't have a church home, come join us any Sunday at 1030.